This is a Squiz podcast. We're your shortcut to being informed. Good morning. This is Sport Today, your weekday sports news podcast that puts you ahead of the game. I'm Sam Ferris. And I'm Martin Gabor. It's Tuesday the 15th of February. In your Sport Today, Camilla Valieva will continue to compete. A Super Bowl night that won't be forgotten. The A-Leagues announced their first ever Pride game. And lightning strikes twice at the golf. This is your Sport Today. We're starting today's show with the story of 15-year-old Russian skater Camilla Valieva. She's tested positive to a banned substance, but has been cleared to compete at the Winter Olympics. Gabs, there is lots to unpack here. How do we get here? Yeah, so we have to go back to Christmas Day last year, Fez. So Valieva, she was tested on December 25 during the Russian figure skating championships. And then on February 7, the Russian Olympic Committee was told that she'd tested positive for heart drug trimetazidine. Now, this is on the banned list because it can increase blood flow and that does help with stuff like endurance. On the day the Russians found out, Valieva, she landed the first ever quadruple jump by a woman at an Olympics and the Russian Olympic Committee won gold in the team event. But Fez, there was no medal ceremony. The International Olympic Committee said that it was delayed due to legal reasons, but the Russians, they'd suspended Valieva for the positive result. Yeah, now that suspension didn't last long. Valieva appealed the suspension on what grounds we don't know and the ban was lifted. That did not sit well with the IOC, the World Anti-Doping Agency and the International Skating Union. They all jointly appealed the ban being lifted and they took it to the Court of Arbitration for Sport. Yeah, and that's the highest level of appeal there is. So the court decided Valieva's suspension should not be reinstated for a few reasons, the timing of the positive results being one, and that she's what's called a protected person under WADA rules. Now, protected persons are elite athletes under 16 years of age, and because they're so young, they may not know what's in the drugs they're being given or if they took something accidentally. So the court said that it would cause Valieva irreparable harm if she wasn't able to compete and then later found to be innocent. The IOC have said that no medals involving Valieva will be presented at the Games and if they were, there would be no Russian flag or anthem because Russia, the country, is banned for previous doping offences. Yeah, and that's why Russian athletes are competing under the Russian Olympic Committee name. Uh, this is a big story and it's going to continue because Valieva is competing today in the women's singles figure skating and she's one of the favourites to take out the gold medal. So expect to hear much more on this one before the Games is over. Yesterday, hundreds of millions of people watched the LA Rams beat the Cincinnati Bengals 23-20 in the Super Bowl. It was a pretty tight game and there was an incredible halftime show as well. I know you enjoyed it, Gabs. Uh, But a few Rams players will remember the night for completely different reasons. Now, talk about a Hollywood ending to this one, Fez. <laughs> Rams player Taylor Rapp, he took a knee, but this wasn't to keep the clock running. No, he proposed to his girlfriend after the game, and yes, she said yes. <laughs> if you thought that couldn't be topped, well, guess again. Now, players, they usually spend hours in the locker room after a win, but not Rams wide receiver Van Jefferson. He was seen sprinting from the stadium, and that was so he could get to hospital where his wife was giving birth to their third third child. Talk about a busy night. As for the halftime show, this included hip-hop stars like Eminem, Snoop Dogg and Dr. Dre and Fez. Even 50 Cent was there too and he was hanging upside down for a fair few seconds just <laughs> waiting for his turn. If you're a 90s kid, then this was 
as good as it gets. Yeah, they showed plenty of California love. <laughs> uh, if you have to work and you miss the game, then don't worry. We've got you covered here. I've popped the highlights from the game and the halftime show in today's episode notes. Uh, today's trivia question brought to you by the NFL Live app. Where will the next Super Bowl be played? Gabs, help us out. It would be a cardinal sin for you to miss this one. I like that clue. Find out the answer at the end of the show. Former NRL player Jared Hayne might be allowed to leave jail this week after he successfully appealed his sexual assault convictions yesterday. Gabs, tell us what happens now. Sure. So for a bit of context, Hayne was found guilty of two charges of sexually assaulting a woman back in 2018. Now, the jury at the first trial, they were unable to reach a verdict, but he was then found guilty at the second trial and sentenced to five years and nine months in jail. Hayne has been in Cooma jail since last May, but he could be out this week after his lawyers argued that the judge had given the jury quote, flawed directions. A three-judge panel agreed with some of the appeals and decided to reject those convictions, but we don't know yet how they reached that decision. Hayne will now go through a bail hearing and that'll decide if and when he can walk free. Yeah, we don't know when the third trial will be or if the prosecutors will even push for another hearing. Uh, We'll hear a lot more about this during the week. Let's talk some football now because Adelaide United are going to create a bit of history next week when they host the A-League's first ever Pride game. Take a stroll, Gabs. Yeah, this really is a first for not just in the A-Leagues, but the first for any professional football team in Australia. So this is going to be on next Saturday, February 26, and the Pride game will see Adelaide players wearing rainbow names and numbers on the back of their jerseys. This is to show support for the LGBTI plus community and also to tell fans and players that football is a safe place for them. Now, the reason this is so big for Adelaide is because one of their players, Josh Cavallo, he recently became the first professional player in the world to come out as gay. Now, he's received support from all over the world and some of the biggest players in football, but he did cop some abuse in Melbourne last month. The day kicks off with the women's team taking on Melbourne victory before the men play the Central Coast Mariners, and that one's at Cooper Stadium. It turns out we might have been lied to all our lives, Gabs. Lightning does, in fact, strike twice. Uh, And if you need any proof, you just need to check out what happened at the Phoenix Open yesterday. I don't like liars, Fez. Not one (laughs) bit. Uh, If you tuned in yesterday, you would have heard us talking about Sam Ryder's hole-in-one on the party hole in Phoenix. Well... It's happened again. (laughs) About 20 hours after Ryder did it, Carlos Ortiz nailed a hole-in-one and that sent everyone in the stands into hysterics. If it's possible, I think the crowd went even wilder and this time one of the beer cans actually hit Ortiz in the back of the head. (laughs) So what did Ortiz do? Well, he threw something straight back into the crowd, but it wasn't a can. It was actually his ball. You know, I probably would have kept that if I were him. Yeah, keep it, sit on it, and sell it on eBay a couple of years later. Um, you can decide which hole-in-one you liked better because I've put a link to both hole-in-ones in the episode notes. Time for Catch This, the stuff that caught our eye what's coming up. And tonight, Gabs, a bit more cricket on. Yeah, there certainly is. First, the third T20 between Australia and Sri Lanka is on tonight. That's at Monica Oval in Canberra. The Aussies, they're up 2-0 in the series and have quite a few happy players, I think, who are feeling a little bit richer after that IPL auction. Yeah, a couple of millionaires in that <laughs> team. That game starts at 7.10 Australian Eastern Daylight Time. Watch it on Foxtel and KO Sports. Uh, as for today's trivia question, brought to you by the NFL Live app, 
where will next year's Super Bowl be held? Gabs, where's it going to be held? Well, it'll be a cardinal sin because it's going to be at State Farm Stadium, which is home of the Arizona Cardinals. Yep, and the home team has won the last two Super Bowls, so the Cardinals probably looking to make it three in a row. Uh, All right, that's it for us today. Thank you so much for tuning in. We appreciate it as always. Gabs and Lucy will be with you tomorrow. I'll catch you then. 